0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 58. One night, a sister who had died two months previously came to me. She was a sister of the first choir, I saw her in a terrible condition, all in flames, with her face painfully distorted. This lasted only a short time, and then she disappeared. A shudder went through my soul because I did not know whether she was suffering in purgatory or in hell. Nevertheless, I redoubled my prayers for her. The next night she came again, but I saw her in an even more horrible state. In the midst of flames, which were even more intense, and despair was written all over her face, I was astonished to see her in a worse condition after the prayers I had offered for her. And I asked, haven't my prayers helped you? She answered that my prayers had not helped her, and that nothing would help her. I said to her, and the prayers which the whole community has offered for you, have they not been any help for you? She said, no, that these prayers had helped some other souls." I replied, If my prayers are not helping you, sister, please stop coming to me. She disappeared at once. Despite this, I kept on praying. After some time, she came back again to me during the night, but already her appearance had changed. There were no longer any flames, as there had been before, and her face was radiant, her eyes becoming beaming with joy. She told me that I had a true love for my neighbors, and that many other souls had profited from my prayers. She urged me not to cease praying for the souls in purgatory, and she added that she herself would not remain there much longer. How astounding are the decrees of God! 1933. On one occasion, I heard these words in my soul. Make a novena for your country. This novena will consist of the recitation of the Litany of the Saints. Ask your... confessor for permission probably father Sopochko or father andres i received permission at my next confession and began the novena that very evening towards the end of the litany i saw a great radiance and in the midst of it god the father between this radiance and the earth i saw jesus nailed to the cross in such a way that when god wanted to look at the earth he had to look through the wounds of jesus and i understood that it was for the sake of jesus that god blesses the earth O oh, jesus i thank you for this great grace namely that you yourself have deigned to choose a confessor for me and that you had made him known to me in a vision even before i had met him father Sopotchko. when i went to confession to father Andrash, i thought that i would be released from following these interior inspirations Father replied that he would not dispense me from this, but pray, sister, that you be given a spiritual director. After a short but fervent prayer, I saw Father sopochko for a second time in our chapel between the confessional and the altar. I was in Krakow at that time. These two visions bolstered up my spirit all the more when I found him to be just as I had seen him in the visions, once at Warsaw during my third probation and a second time at Krakow. Oh Jesus, I thank you for this great gift. And now when I hear people sometimes say that they have no confessor, that is to say a director, fear takes hold of me because I know very well how much harm I myself experienced when I did not have this help. It is so easy to go astray when one has no guide. In this passage, St. Faustina is visited by the soul of a sister that died two months before. She is suffering so much that St. Faustina can't tell if she is in hell or purgatory. The sister says that St. Faustina's prayers had not helped her and that nothing would ever help her. But later, that sister comes again, looks much better, and thanks St. Faustina for the prayers it seems that she would soon finish her time of purification. How can we understand this? Let's listen to a passage from Father Seraphim Hilenko, the great promoter of the Divine Mercy, who recently died, and we pray that he would receive his eternal reward. He once wrote, "To whatever extent we become conscious during our earthly lives of our inability to rid ourselves completely." of whatever blocks us from intimate union with God, we feel spiritual pain. We experience a taste of purgatory, recognizing how perfectly God loves us and how imperfectly we love Him in return. In purgatory, this pain is heightened, lifted, in a sense, to infinity by the divine light that reveals to us at once the infinity and purity of love and the full extent of our inordinate self-love. We are filled with longing for God, whom we now, more than ever before, realize is the only one who can bring us to the fullness of joy, and we suffer the pain of separation from the object of our longing, knowing that it is a separation caused by our own self-centeredness, But although this is a very real and intense form of suffering, it yet carries with it a character of sweetness and hope, which we can call purgatorial joy. This joy of souls is the result of having trustingly handed themselves over to God and accepted the purification that arises from their love and longing as their misery truly meets His mercy. Purgatory is our meeting with Christ, who loves us, and of our loving acceptance of His, pardoning love it is our passage to holiness it is not yet heaven but it is a definite way to it since the love of God underlies the purifying suffering of souls the souls in purgatory already definitely belong to God and nothing can separate them from him now to understand this the souls in hell have rejected God hell is their choice the souls in purgatory have chosen God, but some purification is still needed before they meet God face to face. So the soul of the sister says nothing will ever help her. But I believe that is not true literally. She was not in hell, but in purgatory, I believe. What she said was probably a way of expressing her how much purification was needed But God, in his mercy, probably accelerated the process of purification due to the prayers of St. Faustina and the other sisters. So let's take the advice of that sister and never forget to pray for the souls suffering in purgatory who long to be with God in heaven. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast dot org.